Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, if the tribulation has started, here's what we should see. Now, <laughs> I have not gone through got all of the things we should see, because there's a lot of them, but I'm going to cover several of them today. First of all, a little background. Matter of fact, even before we get into the Word, let me introduce for you, this is my wife's uh, dog. We have three dogs. This is one of her two dogs. This is Lily. She's a little Shih Tzu, and she's here on my lap. And then down here is her other dog, uh, another Shih Tzu, Ruby. And mine is in the other room. Mine is a Belgian Malinois, which if she got on my lap, <laughs> there wouldn't be room for it. She's 90 pounds. But anyway, uh, so I would, I would uh, kind of bring in a little bit of personal things there about our dogs because, first of all, as I said, I hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving and I hope and I pray that we all have a very, very Merry Christmas. Uh, and I'm happy to see that nothing big and bad has happened yet. Uh, as, as watchmen, we don't want to see the bad things come. That's the reason we've started FastGap, which may, you may as well consider joining by going to prophecyclub.com. FastGap are those people that will fast and pray. These things don't come upon our nation. We don't want to see them. And then, of course, you can join Fast Track, which is where you pray for Prophecy Club. All of that is at prophecyclub.com. Just slide to the bottom. Okay, so how do we know if the tribulation has started? And that's what I'll be talking about today. Uh, just a bit of scripture background, and I'm going to move real fast through this, but I'm going to keep it very simple. Revelation 6.1 is one of the two things that tells us when the tribulation started. Daniel 9.27 is he, the Antichrist will confirm a covenant with many for one week, and I'm going to show you that. I believe that covenant now has been started, and I'll show you why we know that. Uh, okay, Stan, <laughs> if, if the covenant has been started, does that mean that he's confirmed the covenant? No, uh, we, we don't know, and we may not know when the Antichrist confirms the covenant. But the covenant, I'm convinced, has now been signed, which we will cover. But anyway, the starting of the tribulation, the other, the other reason we know is because right here, Revelation 6-1, the Lamb opens one of the seals. When he opens the first seal, the tribulation has started. When the Antichrist confirms the covenant that now has been signed, the tribulation has started. We don't know in the natural for absolute positive certain that either one of those has taken place yet. But it is highly likely, and I think eh, here in the next few weeks to the next few months, I think events are going to play out where if the tribulation really has started, we're going to know it. Okay, so the next thing we look for to look for the tribulation, we should see when the red horse rise, uh, rides, the, there will be people killing one another in a great sword. Now, yeah, I know you could say the Ukraine-Russia thing, but I think it's more than that. Vicky Parnell says... That the, uh, uh, that the Chinese are going to attack Guam and then Hawaii. We see that, <laughs> and I think it has to erase the question. Next thing is the pale horse, whose name our rider is Death and Hell, and he kills a fourth part of the earth with sword, that's war, with hunger, we know what that is. Death, my suspicion is that that is like pandemic, and with the beasts of the earth. Then the fifth seal and according to Vicky Parnell, and according to 
Byron Surley, those, the first five seals have already been opened. And I think it was Terry Bennett said the first four seals have been opened. So we have three voices saying essentially the same thing. Anyway, he says, so when the fourth seal is opened, that, that's when, excuse me, when the fifth seal is opened, that's when a lot of people are killed for the word of God and for the testimony. Now, why is it that it says, and the word of God and for the testimony? That's very important. Remember, later in Revelation, it says, and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. I used to think that that meant for you to be an overcomer, you had to die for Christ. And of course, that's probably what's going to happen to most of the overcomers. But I believe it is saying that you are willing to. In other words, if the opportunity doesn't come along, eh, but not to worry. Those of, us alive, uh, those of us alive today will probably have the opportunity to deny Jesus. We will probably give our lives, and we will probably become overs, which is the greatest position in eternity. Okay, so it says that the fifth seal, those that have come by the word of the, the Lord and by their testimony, and then they say, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell upon the earth? White robes were given to every one of them, and said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season till their fellow servants and their brethren should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled now. Here's the key I want you to look at. White robes. Whoa, that's a little hint when this takes place. I don't think it's when it starts. I think it's when it ends, it concluded. In other words, at this point, there's so many Christians in heaven that have been killed for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. They cry with a loud voice, how long? How long do you have to put up with this before you avenge our blood? Now, that's then white robes given to them. Why were white robes given to them? Here's why white robes are given to them. As I've said many times, you've got to get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. This is just too complicated to begin to explain in a 30-minute program. So the next time Jesus returns, he returns on first fruits. He resurrects 144,000 one-year-old Jewish boys, and I know that's complicated. I know you've never heard that before, but again, it's all explained and documented in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Then he walks around for 50 days, and then on Pentecost, we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Stan, how do you know that the marriage supper of the Lamb takes place on Pentecost? Because that's when the first marriage took place. When God spoke down to Mount Sinai to the children of Israel, I believe it's Exodus, I think it's 19, says in the third month, and there's only one feast that takes place in the third month. This is when God spoke audibly to the people and said, if you'll be my people, I'll be, be your God. And they said, whatsoever the Lord has spoken, we will do. And I think it's where we come up with this, I do, out of the same phrase. That was the first marriage. So we know that the marriage covenant is a Pentecost event. So then we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I'm going to skip all the explanation there. Four minutes, four, four months later, then we return with Jesus on white horses here. Now, let me tie in this verse. So it says white robes are given to them. Well, what does that mean? That means that they're going here. They're getting their white robes because those are the white wedding garments. At the marriage supper of the Lamb, we do not get anything but a white wedding garment. Then at the end, four months later, we're given a white horse to ride back with Jesus. But no one gets their rewards until he says, my reward is with me. So when he blows that morning star down, that light sword, 
that goes to the center of the earth. We've talked about this a lot of times. Go to the center of the earth, sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. As it hits the tares and the grapes, they fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones, destroying both body and soul. As it hits us, out of our belly flows rivers of living water, and in an instant, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, the last trump, be we on a horse, be we in the ground, or be we on the ground. Wherever we are, we get our glorified body. And all of our mantles, our crowns, our rewards, all of it in an instant. Now, I'm going to skip all the rest of the explanation here because that I won't get where I want to go here. Now, Vicky, go forth. And I, I read this dream several weeks ago. This is really important. So I'm going to go through this again. If you want to know, are we in the tribulation? If you want to know when the rapture takes place, I agree with this dream. And I believe it is telling us, to me, it turned on all kinds of lights and confirmations as far as how the end played out. So it says, uh, I dreamed the same dream four times. Several places in the Bible, it says that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So in case you're saying, well, how do we know if this is really the word of the Lord? There you go. That's your test. If two or more people say the same thing, it's confirmed. Or if a person has the same dream two or more times, it's confirmed. In this case, she had it four times. So this is God screaming at us saying, believe it. This is of me. So she says, the dream began with me seeing a large heaping bowl of fresh green, fresh carrots with the green ends removed. They are clean and ready to eat, raw and placed in the meals. The bowl holding them is a sturdy stainless steel bowl. This is kind of like the seven years of plenty followed by the seven years of famine. This is what the Lord is saying, that we are now in the, the season of famine, the seven years of famine. And I'm going to cover that too here. I've already covered it many times. And I may not be able to get to it. I'm, I'm going as fast as I can. This is a very huge heaping bowl of perfect looking carrots sitting on top of the flat surface. In other words, this represents the seven years of plenty, which in my opinion ended September the 6th of 2021, we are now in the seven years of famine, according to the Red Cow Prophecy. What surface is it? I, did, I didn't see clearly because my eyes were focused fully on the carrots. As I'm looking intently on the healthy, beautiful orange carrots, I notice something is happening inside the bowl, for there is movement. The carrots have begun to shrivel up from the inside of the bowl outward, meaning the, the wealth that we have, our food that we have, begins to shrivel up from the inside. In other words, this is not coming because of war. This is not coming from an outside influence. This is because the Moloch and Baal worshippers who own and control the world, things like oil refineries, things like food processing, food manufacturing, food growing, are shutting it all down. This is a man-made, it's caused from the inside. I watched as once one beautiful carrot began shriveling up to less than half the size. Okay, that's telling us that our crops are about to go to less than half the size. Causing the bowl once full of bright, healthy carrots should now be less than half full of now withered, shriveled up ones. These are nasty carrots. So what it's saying is that even though we have some food that grows, most of it is not even edible. What does it mean, I hear myself ask in the dream? Famine. I hear the response come, famine. Then the scene changed. I mean what looks like an empty, deserted, old-timey store with wooden shelves and metal signs on the walls. Also, 
There are wooden shelves and rolls rows in the middle of the floor. I see several of them that they're empty except for items that appear as non-essentials, like hand razors, shaving cream, lotion, face cream, hair brushes. This is the same thing another lady said. She said she walked into Walmart, and she says all of the shelves at Walmart, the food shelves were all empty. But she walked over, and there were plenty of mops and cleaning supplies and things like that. So once again, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. What does it take to warn people? Well, sad to say, most people won't hear the warning. They don't know. They don't recognize the voice of the Lord. But when this happens, we want them to to email or to call you or to come back to you and say, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. I know you emailed this to me. I didn't believe it at the time. I just deleted it. But now I'm ready to listen. Okay. And that's what we want. That's why you got to email it out now. Look, if you wait until this happens, you email it and say, well, I knew this was coming. Yeah, right. You got to email it now. There are also in the store some shelves, uh, items of clothing, neatly folded, one or two uh, hung on display. There are no people there, no lights on the inside yet. I can see it clearly. I walked up to the flat counter and see a very old 1900s decorative push-button cash register. It is gold in color and sits proudly on the old wood of the counter. I walk closer to have a better look and see the top of the value amount displayed as zero. There is no dollar, dollar value indicated but zeros. Now, I think the reason that God showed her the old, and I remember these old cash registers. I haven't seen one in years. But it's saying compared to our dollar, when it used to be a dollar's worth, in other words, a dollar would buy a dollar's worth of silver, okay, when it used to be silver-backed, compared to that, it's going to reach zero. Well, that's the same thing Shane Warren saw, worthless as leaves blowing in the wind. That's the same thing Dana Coverstone saw, going to zero, and also Daniel Davis. I mean, God is screaming at us, telling us, if we can just hear it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of, full of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com I walked to the side of the cash register to get a better look at it. It has a handlebar that you turn on to open the right, but it already has its drawer extended out. It's already fully opened. It's empty. I see no money inside of it. What does that mean? It means that our pockets and our purses are about to be empty as our bank accounts. What does it mean, I ask? Again, I heard the same voice answer. Your money is useless. It has no value. Your economy collapses, daughter. Scene changed. I'm looking out at the sky trying to determine what is causing the roaring, humming sound type noise I'm hearing. The sky is light blue with only a few puffs of clouds scattered randomly across the wide expanse. Something is coming. I feel it. I sense it. I hear it coming closer. Now, do you folks recall the dream that Dimitri Dudeman had where he said he got off the plane in California. He said he heard a humming sound. He looked up into the sky, and the sky was darkened with what he said were like World War II planes flying through the air. And the angel beside him said, these planes are filled with atom bombs, 
and no one and nothing will be able to stop them. Then in another vision he had, he saw planes flying through the air, but they made no sound. They made no noise. Okay, well, how do you get a plane to fly through the air and not make any sound? Well, that means it doesn't have propellers or it's not using them. That means it doesn't use a jet. Okay, well, how do you do that? The answer is anti-gravity. That means that the Russians, unlike the Americans, have high technology that they use on us. Higher technology. You see, when we are following the Lord, he sees that we rule the earth. But as we sin, as we fall away, so does our greatness, and he gives us over to our enemies, just like he did time and time and time again with Israel back in the Old Testament. I began seeing suddenly the sky filled with old-time World War II bomber planes. Same thing Dimitri saw. No propellers. There are so many that covered the sky, they dropped bombs at will. Same thing Dimitri said. I see one drop right after another, but I never see them hit the ground. Ah, that's really important. I never see them hit the ground. It's as if everything is frozen suddenly. As the scene before me is frozen except for myself, I then begin seeing the sun rising. And I know it's from the east because the sun always rises from the east and sets in the west direction. This sun is beautiful, bright, and full of power, but it's different than a normal sunrise. The actual rays themselves looked like a picture and are attached to the center. It appears that the round center of the sun, its body, is physically pulling the sun rays upward by its force. Its presence then pushes them up. As it begins rising steadily until it's fully risen, I now see the other scene before me becomes unfrozen. The bombs begin striking the ground below, erupting into massive explosions larger than what I would expect one of their bombs from the planes to make. What does this mean, again I ask? War comes to America, but so do I come, daughter. Now look, here it is. If you want to know the timing of the rapture, and first of all, I do not believe that there's a rapture. If this is your definition, if your definition is that Jesus is going to come in the sky and pull you off of the earth, so that you do not have to be tested, pull you off of the earth before there's any trouble, any testing at all, if you believe that that's the rapture, that's not what's going to happen. When this happens, this is about four months. I'll show you on the scriptures. I'll show you my charts. There's about four months before Jesus returns. By then, the fifth seal, how long, O Lord, holy and true, does not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell upon the earth? White robes are given to them and said to every one of them that they should rest and, until their fellow servants and their brethren should be, uh, should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. In other words, at that point, pretty much all the Christians have already been killed. I'll show you in the chart. War comes to America, but so do I come, daughter. What she's going to say is, watch, watch, watch. As the bombs are falling... We go up. But it's about four months before Jesus returns. It's on the Feast of Pentecost. I agree with this. I've been saying this. I've been saying it's real close. I didn't know whether, whether we went to the Pentecost first and then the bombs came down or whether the bombs came and then we went to Pentecost or we went to marriage supper of the Lamb. I didn't know which one happened first. I couldn't discern that. This one answers that question. This answered a really big question for me. So get it here. I, this is what I believe is accurate. As the bombs go down, we go up. Now, have to understand, most Christians at this point on the planet, 
have already been killed. So the going up is not most of the people alive on the earth. This is the grave's opening. At that point, most Christians have already been martyred. And that's okay. That's a good thing. Okay? Do not fear dying for the Lord. War comes to America, but so do I come, daughter. Before the first weapon from the sky hits your soil, I am returning for my own in a moment when you think not. Let me read that again. You want to know when you get raptured? Here it is. Now, again, it's not an avoiding of the testing. It's not avoiding testing. You've already been tested at this point. Matter of fact, the parable says those that were ready went to the marriage supper of the Lamb. War comes to America, but so do I come, daughter. Before the first weapon from the sky hit your soil, I'm returning for my own in a moment when you think not. I believe that's right. I believe that you are obligated to email this to all of your friends. Whether they believe it, whether you lose a friend, not your problem. Send them the truth. Can you repeat that, I ask? War comes to America. But so do I come, daughter, and it's before the first weapon strikes your soil from the sky, I am coming. Then I awoke. I I believe that Babylon would be hit. In one of my charts, I put it here. One of the charts, I put it here. But now I see the truth from this. So, as the bombs come down, Babylon has fallen. So you, you could really say it's maybe more correct even over here. Either way, okay? So when the bombs come down, we go up. We go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. At the marriage supper of the Lamb, it is not about us. It is about Jesus. We only get a wedding garment. Jesus then, as Daniel chapter 7 says, he's brought forth the ancient of days, and he's given dominion and a kingdom and great and, and, and kingdom glory and a, and, and a kingdom. Excuse me. Dominion, glory, and a kingdom. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. So this is where he is given many crowns. He's given a vesture dipped in his own blood, a white horse. And this is where Revelation 19 starts taking place, right here. This is Revelation 19. Then he comes forth and he serves us for those four months. That's the marriage supper of the Lamb. Then about four months later, we return. We get white horses with him, along with all the armies in heaven, all in tow. So it's Jesus, two sickles, excuse me, two angels have two sickles. And the, the angels with the slick sickles slash the grapes. That's why the blood rises to the horse bridles. And then Jesus, he uses the morning star out of his mouth and goeth a sharp sword that with it he should smite the nations. And the devil deceived them, was cast into the lake that burns the fire and brimstone afterwards, all of this sort of stuff. And in that same war where it says, And the remnant was slain by the sword of him that uh, was sat on the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. That's all Armageddon. That's all Revelation 19. So that happens here. That is the judgment seat of Christ. I explain all of this in the book. Secret door to understand Bible prophecy. I know I'm talking fast. I'd love to be able to tell you all of it. It's just too complicated. <laughs> That's what the last vision showed me. I need to write a book because some things cannot be learned by audio and video. He said some things they have to, to see written where we can look at every word, look at the charts, and let his spirit speak to you and let it soak in, okay? That's, I mean, I, I can't even begin to explain this chart. I've tried explaining it in <laughs> some of our crusades where I had a couple of hours and people's eyes would cross. 
I don't think you can get it by audio or video. I don't think you can understand this. I don't think you can understand the end times by audio or video. You got to read it. You got to study it. I, I'll tell this. Maybe I told it before, before, but I was at one of our crusades, and I was at a book table. This lady walked up, and she says, I want to tell you I'm an avid book reader. I read two or three books every week and have all my life, and I got your skinny little book in the mail, and I thought I'll blow through that in three hours. She says, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> it's not complicated. It's just deep. When you want to understand the last days, and if the tribulation started, it's your world. I mean, you 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 got to start understanding this. If you understand the last days, I don't know of a better book. I mean, it just happened. I think God gave it to me, not because I'm special. I think you're special. I think that he opened the book of Revelation. In that book, I'm, it looks like I'm not going to get to the rest of what I wanted to say. Maybe the next program. But in that book, in case you haven't heard the story, okay, here's what happened. 2017, he laid on my heart to start memorizing the book of Revelation. I didn't think I could memorize it. I mean, I didn't even start at Revelation 1-1 because it looked too complicated. But God started giving me wisdom, and he helped me to memorize the whole book. And I got 30 revelations, two visions, and one audible voice, which I put into the book. And he showed me in one of the visions, in a moment, I was in a conversation, I was in the middle of a sentence, and all of a sudden he showed me a vision. After the conversation was over, I went back and I like looked at the vision. And what it showed me is that there's a secret door. I saw the book of Moses, the Torah, and the book of Revelation like this on a bookshelf. And there was like a yellow time tunnel between them about the side of a stick of margarine or, or butter. And in that split second, he made me to know that there is a secret door. One word, the word first fruits, found in Leviticus 20, 23.10 and Revelation 14.4. And that one word, that secret door, links the feasts of the Torah into the prophecies of Revelation. Consequently, when you have that secret door, then it's like it opens your understanding of the book of Revelation like you've never had in your life. All of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. All of the events of Revelation, which is why people get all tangled up with the rapture and all. They get mad at each other. They break fellowship over <laughs> trying to understand Revelation. It's just because they hadn't read the book. And, you know, I'm sorry it was given to me because there are probably a whole lot more people out there more credible than me, but it was given to me. And I don't think it was given to me because I'm special. I think it was given to me because you need to know that the tribulation probably has started. And if it has started, you better learn that tribulation. It, if you want to be win a soul winner, if you want to understand what's going on, you got to get the book, Secret Door, to understand Bible prophecy. I need to look up. I, I know it's one for 20, but don't do that. It's like you get five for, I think it's 35 or something like that. But the best deal is there's a deal at prophecyclub.com where you can get 40 books for a hundred dollar donation, goes for a good cause, but makes uh, you you get forty books. Okay, so it gives you uh, what would that be? Uh, Thirty five extra books to give away. Lots of Christmas presents, especially that secret door to understand Bible prophecy. Prophecyclub.com help you to understand this, and maybe I can continue teaching through this in the next program. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. As we celebrate the season, let Joseph's Kitchen make it memorable with healthy homemade. 
whole wheat bread. I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen. Our goal is to help you live a more happy and healthy life. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients are ready for easy, everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage, making them a wonderful holiday gift for you or a loved one. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen today. Be sure to ask about our new spreadable honeys.